previously on Fate Reforged. Possibilities and probabilities change with knowledge, and a thousand different pathways, down a thousand different lifelines, down a million integrations of beings. Then you choose to save Vibril, and not my father. Do you think I wanted this life? Ten thousand lives I have lived. I have a job for everyone here, if you don't mind. I have a need down in Reevesport. There are many things I need to do. Revolt in Javara. Javara is launched into civil war. <sighs> and as you start to calm yourself down, you hear a woman and a man's voice calling out for help. Jump right into another episode of Fatery Forge. Last we saw our intrepid heroes, we were knocking the bricks off of some knolls. Tell us about it, Andrew. So you're down in a knoll hole. You guys just slaughtered a war party of knolls. And here you are in this room, this empty mining cave. And you guys hear the sound of two people calling for help. Help! Help! Male and female, what do you do? Guys, do you guys hear that? Oh, Sounds yeah. like a situation is calling our name. Milo! <laughs> no, I, I think they're calling out help. Go get them, hero. Alright. Guys, I'm shiny for like nine more minutes. Let's get it. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, we I'm assuming on the map here there's like the little rail cart going down and the tunnel goes that way. Are there any other ways outside of this little room? You... Uh, there's a few other doors which upon exploration reveal one is a storage room that the gnolls converted into their uh, for lack of a better term, latrine. There is another room that you see has beds. This was the living quarters of the miners that were here. And then finally, you open the last door, and there are two people inside, locked behind these primitive bone oh. uh, jail walls. Okay, so they're not further down. They're actually in this little area here. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I'll go in there and, uh, say, hello. Oh, oh I know I'm a bit blurry right now. Uh, don't be scared. Uh, let's see if we can get you out of here. Um, everybody, come take a look. The, so uh, you open the door and out walks a female halfling and a male halfling. They come into view here, and they look like they've just been through the worst. It's day and night of 
just being in a cramped little hole waiting to be eaten, they come out and they're blinking because it was really dark in that room and it's really light out here with all the torches and the furnace and stuff. All right. Uh, are there any more of your your party? Well, the male will look at you and say, oh, none that's left. Uh, we, we had six. Uh, it's just us now. Well, it sucks. Uh, I think we're going to go take care of the rest of these. Uh, uh, if you uh, go out here, and I'll describe where the boat was that we were. Uh, you know, we can probably give you a ride down the river if you want. You guys oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, hey, um, he he looks around the room and he says, "Uh, yeah, we should probably go really soon. I don't see the big one." And the female will look around and say, Yeah, the chieftain's missing too. We should probably go pretty soon. The big one? I'm sorry, what? what? Milo, you see down where the rail cart leaves the main tunnel, there is a small panel with a red gem embedded in it and a green gem the green gem is not lit anymore, and the red gem is flashing pulse, 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 pulse. Uh, the rest of the group, um, you say the big one, and the female says, yeah, there was um, a really big one. Uh, this one over here looks kind of big, but he wasn't as big as the biggest one. Do you remember which direction he went? I mean, I was in this room for like three days. Um, they didn't really tell me where they were going. They just threw some dice around and decided which one of us to eat. So uh, I'll I'll pop off two of my good berries that I have on here and give one to each of them. Uh, this will give you some nourishment. Uh, about a whole day's worth. Just one berry. There you go. They look at these organic berries that have just grown off of the side of this metal frame <laughs> or forge. <laughs> they will look at it. Um, thanks. Come on. <laughs> they're, they're safe. Trust, trust me. And I pick off one. If there's still one left, and kind of like eat it just to reassure them. <laughs> All right, TJ, mark off three good berries. Well, you didn't have to take one. Who are you guys and uh, where are you from? Uh, my name's Marjorie. And, uh, I'm Tim. We're from, uh, David's Ferry. Yeah, we're merchants that's been coming through here, these parts, but, um, uh, our train got abducted by these, these gnolls. There's, there's actually a, we should probably go, um, you said you had a boat. Can, can we, can we go? Can we walk and talk? Can we walk and talk? Hey, you said a, uh, train... Is it that flashing thing over there? I flashing point at thing? The, I point at the flashing lights with the railway. She has no knowledge of this. The male will speak up, though, and he'll say, You know, they brought me out here one time, and I think I saw that. Uh, that means we gotta go. Like, we gotta go now. Um, I, We should go now. I think it's wise to take their advice. They have the most experience with this group, and we should rally to the boat. I um, think we should leave these creatures 
alive. Yeah, what if that hurt I, somebody uh, else? Yeah, we're here, guys. <clears throat> Let's um Do... see if we can just clean out this nest. Do you Marjorie know? will speak up and she says, hey, you actually seem like uh, you, you could handle yourself. If, if you didn't mind, uh, we're going to go out to the boat. Um, you're, you're adventurers, right? Um, I, I think I remember the dwarves who worked here saying that um, there was some kind of treasure. Maybe that's what the gnolls have been seeking down, down below. They said it was a light. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Tim says. Yeah, there was some kind of flashing light that the uh, the miners were talking about down there. Yeah, there was a flashing light, they said. Um, maybe that's what the gnolls are after? Uh, I don't know, but um, uh, I think we should get out of here. Yep, all right. Yeah, we can talk more on the boat. I think we're yeah. going to go investigate. Make sure yeah, it stays safe for everyone. flashing red light, Milo, that you are watching is pulsing very fast now. All right. Thank you for the information. You guys get out of here. Go back safely to the boat, and we'll meet you there soon. DM question: The minecart that's on here is it there actually, or is there no minecart? The minecart's there. Yeah, it's okay. full of. If I go like down towards the track, stuff. do I hear anything like coming? Roll a perception check. Ooh. All right. Guidance. As he's doing that, um, as they are leaving, they haven't heard my voice yet. I want to cast message as they're walking away. And I want us to be ominous. That's what part of why I haven't spoken. Like, if you take my boat, I will find you in David's Ferry. I just leave it at that. And ah, kill, who said and, that? And uh, I will kill you. <laughs> uh, Tim, I'm 20, starting to hear things. 20, 24 perception. With a 24. You definitely hear the squeaking of wheels. I would say that you would notice a smell, but Cypress doesn't have a sense of smell as he is a warforged. Mm-hmm. You do hear the squeaking of wheels and the grunts of feral creatures getting closer. Hi, right. right, everybody. Get ready. I think we got incoming. Um, <clears throat> Let's prep an ambush. Uh, Vibril is going to... Do we know what direction they're coming from? The right only there? direction that they they're could possibly the be coming from. All right. Yeah. Well... I'm going to make my way and hide right there. We should set the cart on fire and send it at him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll get the two halflings to try. Uh, we'll encourage that. Uh, you guys better run. I recommend right. we get into strategic positions. Spread out around that cart. <laughs> yep. Um, Milo, you and I have bows. Let's take a farther back spot. Everyone can hear this now. There is a squeaking of metal brakes and a loud sound as this large cart full of knoll, plural is not what I am intending here, singular, a large cart full of knoll. The largest knoll you have ever seen is riding in this cart. He jumps out of the cart as soon as it hits the stop and it is lumbering and hulking and another cart comes in behind him and there are two other knolls that pop out, one on each side and they look a little different than the knolls that you fought 
previously, about five minutes ago. They've got short swords and blood all over them. It's time to roll initiative. Roll, Rick, roll. Ooh, child. 19 on the die for the first roll of the game. That is going to be a 21 for Hayen. That's a uh, 28 for Milo. Ah, Daniel, how did you do that? That That was a... that was with disadvantage. It's a 19 and a 20. Milo's a cheater. Cypress, you're probably going before me. I have a yeah, I have, dexterity of one. Yeah, I have plus two. <laughs> so three bad guys total, Drew? Yes. Okay. All right. Love having two screens. I feel like... Uh, I feel no no longer like a noob. Just like a pro hacker. Hold on, <laughs> it's on the other screen. Let me check roll 20. <laughs> okay, uh, Milo, that is you. You have a large hulking knoll that has jumped out of this cart and two smaller feral looking ones who I have named Feral Gnome A and Feral Gnome B. Rocksteady and Bebop. Right. I, uh, first, I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, put my Hunter's Mark on the big one. And then I'm going to begin firing. At the big one. That's a 20 Hits. math. Uh, okay. Uh that's a uh, nine piercing damage. Okay. That's my turn. What about your hunter's mark damage? That that was with the hunter's mark okay. extra d6. All right. Uh, Aen, Cypress, and then Vabril. So Aen was located at a certain point of the map, but he is no longer on roll 20. DM, can you let us know where our tokens went? <laughs> I didn't move them, so whatever you guys did. No, nope. they just disappeared. My, to- my no, token yeah, I, was right here. I seriously saw uh, Kiki and Aeon just there's, like there's a, right. off the All right, they've, they've returned. So clearly, you just clicked something and they came back. <laughs> I have... Don't well, try to gaslight. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> also, Drew, if you click on the cart that you added, you can move it back where we can see the, uh, the big dude. Um... There, you I'll just take it off the, the screen for now. There we go. Okay, for that. All right, Aen, that's you, sir. Yes, sir. I am going to roll uh, uh, some beautiful bean footage at this knoll right here. This okay. guy. The, the furthest south of the one of the two smaller mini knolls. Um, and Rocksteady, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a 12 plus 6. That's 18 to hit. 18 hits. All right, they're going to take a 1d10. If I can find a d10, that would be totally good. Um, Oh, no, only four points of fire damage. Four points of damage. All right. In fuego. Make it hot, make it hot. All right, Cypress, Fabel, then Kiki. All right, I'm going to need all three of those guys to make uh, dexterity saving throws as I uh, move my arm 
I hand over my arm, it glows green, and I sprout dandelions over there for fairy fire. Kind of blow it out there, and so each creature in a 20-foot cube. All right. So three dexterity rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's DC an 14. eight. Another eight. And then a 15. Ah, okay. So um, two of the three. I don't know which... Uh, the big guy failed, so let me mark okay. him with. Let me see. And then, can you guys see that mark I put on him? Mm-hmm. Like the little yellow and the pink thing. Okay. Yes. All right. So, big guy and Bebop are glowing with a green and silver uh, light, and then since I'm still in my uh, star form. My bonus action, I'll fire off a blast at the big dude with advantage. Um, oof. A 14. A 14 hits the big guy. You see that hey. he is large and massive, and he, he tried to make like a, a chain shirt, but he's so big that like there's a bunch of gaps in it. So it mm -hmm. looks like... <laughs> like he has armor on, but there's lots of gaps in between, so it's not as high as you would think. As you would All right, so that's 11 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, then as the lights and an arrow flies out and hits him. And nice. that is all for my turn. All right, Vabiro, Kiki, and then Mary. You filthy creatures. This ends here for Brill. Actually... He moves uh, as close as he can. Seeing Kiki at the front lines, he actually moves as close as he can to Kiki and attacks the big one. Right. Attack with advantage. Oh, wait. A 14 hit. A 14 hits. Beautiful. You are subtracting your penalty from being raised dead, right? Yes. Okay. Wow. Four, four damage, one on the die, plus my three. Come on, man. All right. So four damage. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Is that your turn, sir? Um. Yes, at this moment. All right, Kiki, Marilyn, and then these guys are going to go. Fantastic. Okay, so I am going to... Excuse me, Vlad. Sorry, as my cat walks across my keyboard. Um, I am going to run up to this big guy over here. And I'm going to make a melee attack. So I kind of need help with that. Um, and so using my experience with the grave and the kind of the dead, I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds. Okay, Inflict Wounds. Cool. That's a new one for us here on the Fate Reforged. Why don't we go ahead and get a description on that one? Yeah, of course. Uh, so make a melee spell attack against a creature you can reach. On a hit, the target takes 3d10 necrotic damage. Okay. 
Nice. So I melee no spell attack will work. <laughs> melee spell attack will work in a similar manner as if you're casting a spell. Mm. So Ethan, you'll roll a d20 at advantage since he's glowing, and then you'll add your wisdom and proficiency modifiers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that will be your two hit. Fantastic. Okay. I really hate these dice. I got a one and a six. All right. Well, With what's advantage. Your, okay. Uh, what's your proficiency? <clears throat> oh, your proficiency should be two. And then your wisdom modifier? Four. Okay, so 12 total. A 12 just misses. You go to power up this spell and you have it charged between your fingertips and you reach out and he just swats it away. (laughs) All right. Come on, Kiki, you got it. So close. All right. (laughs) Marilyn, that's you. Let's do a thing. I'm going to pull out that crossbow again and try and take another shot. Um, Just for continuity's sake, um, with where they're standing, are we going to make that like a, are they, are they in the way? Do I have to move on our map? From where you're at, you can attack through a friendly uh, square. Okay. I thought we had had talked about that being a bother before. Um, but that's a thing I'll do if I can. I'm just going to crossbow the big guy. Andrew, is this guy uh, like our size? Is he bigger? Huge he's category large. large. He's about the size of like a Goliath. Okay. He's very large. It wouldn't be unreasonable to assume then that Kyle could shoot above Verbrill's head and have a plenty of big target. Oh, yeah. On yeah, we'll end, I'm going to put an earring on him. I'm going to aim him for his ear. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a 20 to hit. 20 hits. 1, 3, I'll just do it here. We're looking at a 9 damage. You give this guy another ear piercing. That's the game. He doesn't like it very much. Looking good, bud. All, All right. So looking around, these two smaller ones, these feral looking creatures are looking through the battlefield and they sense hmm, their targets are nearby. So he's going to come up and without provoking an opportunity attack, because that is his special ability, he's oh, going to Ruh-Roh. run past Kiki and he's going to he's just out of range of Aen so he's going to have to dash to get there uh this next one is going to rush past Kiki without inflicting a thing over here to Cypress and he's going to have to use all of this movement to get there plus a dash all right now it's the big guy's turn he has this massive glaive that he pulls out Starts to swing it around, and he is going to attack Vabril, who is right in front of him. 14 plus 2 is going to be 18 to hit, sir. That's a slight miss. Slightly misses. 
he sees the that and he is armor class. I love it. <laughs> not happy at all. Just bounces right off your shield. He kind of grunts. Didn't you he say did not 14 like plus missing. 2? No, I said... Um, what did I say? <laughs> 14 no, it was plus 16 2. Plus, it was 16 plus 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... He said... It makes 18 out <laughs> Now hang on. <laughs> he probably has a bonus somewhere. Them, them big semi bosses always do, man. All right, <clears throat> let's roll with it. We're back at the top of the order with Milo, then Aen, Cypress, and Vabril. All right, Milo's going to oh, Milo's going to move a little ways and continue firing with at advantage thanks to one? fairy fire. Yes, I okay. should clarify at the big one. Uh, with advantage, thanks to Fairy Fire. And his Hunter's Mark still intact. Uh, let's say 25 to hit. Definitely hits. 11 piercing damage. 11 damage. That's the end of my turn. Alright, A.N., sir. That's you. Cypress for building Kiki. For uh, one of the smaller knolls, this one over to the left of A.N., is how are we counting these tiles? Are they, um, is he 10 or 15 feet away from, from A.N.? All right. So the way that the Dungeon Fog map actually turned out on this one was it's the white dots are like the cross intersections. And then the squares that you're actually in are going to be like threading the middle of those white dots so those are like the places that you can put your person if you want to think about it like that so like on the roll 20 map you can place your token anywhere on these white dots at the intersections or on the horizontal or vertical lines so can i get a ruling on distance between a and n home skillet i mean that would technically be 15 feet because that's his okay. square over here. Which square? Like, because he just, there's 10 feet for sure in between us. Mm-hmm. But you but you said we're measuring from middle to middle. Yeah. Okay. That's all I need to know. Um, AN is, I was hoping I could get a double down here. But uh, regardless. Going to KFC? <laughs> Anyone? Sorry for the pause. I was going to do something else, but now I'm not going to. Actually, I'm going to do it either way. Um, I'm going to need the Noel that approached Ayan to make a DC 14 strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. He got a six. Uh, he fails. So, one thing we have not seen yet. Um, Ayan's eyes start to go dark. As he invokes the power of Hadar, the dark hunger tendrils of dark energy erupt from Ayan and batter all creatures within 10 feet of him. Each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, a target takes 2d6 necrotic damage and can't take reactions until the until its next turn. On a successful save, it takes half damage. So... Uh, it's the, the law of averages. I got a six and a one. So 
Seven okay. points of seven necrotic, points in a necrotic, necrotic damage. damage. And but he can't take reactions, so which, which also means Aen's about to dip over over here. But he he went the long way around as to not provoke from from that knoll. Right, right. From the well, knoll of course, to the left, sir. Of course. And that will be the end of Aen's turn. All right, Cypress, that's you, sir. All right, uh, so uh, what I am going to do, I'm going to smack this one on the nose with my quarterstaff. Uh, See, he's right there. I say, get! You get! Uh, that's a 19 on the die. Hits. Uh, so that's going to be seven points of bopping damage. As I bop him on the nose. Bad. Bad doggy. <laughs> Does uh, uh, does he also have twist it, flick it, pull it damage as well? Uh, we'll find out. Um, Spin it. And I will I'll hit him because he's right up next to me. Um, I'll use my uh, arrow star constellation. It'll be disadvantage, advantage, so just a regular roll um, since he's there, but he's right up in my grill. That's another 19 on the die. Um, so that's so 25 hits. total and 7 plus 4, 11 points of radiant damage. Oh, ouch. Yeah. So I could like to flavor that as as I hit him with the quarterstaff, uh, I activate the arrow and it goes down and actually extends out of the staff and like hits him almost like simultaneously. This as he gets celestial radiant light pulses down your arm through your staff and just. Oof, explodes inside of him. I love it. It's a bad, bad dog. But I'll stay. I won't move. <laughs> okay, Vabril, Kiki, and then Mary. That's you. It's good to see you on the front line, Kiki. As Vabril strikes this huge, ugly monstrosity again. Fourteen to hit. A fourteen. That's the same thing you rolled last time. All right. Mm -hmm. So that hits. Did you, Josh? Did you roll with an advantage? See if you get a crit. No, I did not. Oh, thank you. Let's you see. have advantage, sir. Ooh. One more game. <laughs> no, that was get that uh, one out of the way. That one. Okay. So, yes, fourteen hits. All right, beautiful. <laughs> and let's see 11 points of slashing damage 11 this guy's looking pretty bloody all right kiki and marilyn awesome all right so she's going to turn back to Virgil. Say, it's good to see you hit here and she's going to charge up the same spell to inflict wounds as necrotic energy starts to eat at her arm, she's going to make a grab for the big ugly mug. That's a 15. Wow. Plus, what is it? 15 the hits. modifier <laughs> plus advantage. Proficiency? Let's go. 19. <laughs> and. Let's go, Keith. Yeah, no. I rolled again to see if I could. It was just a 7. So he <laughs> is going to take. 
put the dog down. Three d ten. So. Oh my. <laughs> Five. <laughs> six. Seven. Eight, so eleven. Seven total. That's eighteen. No, eleven plus. Oh, yes, okay. eighteen. Ah, yes, necrotic okay, eighteen. Damage. Wow. This guy pulses with this like negative light energy just it cuts through all of his all of the wounds that you guys have seen the the stabbing slash the earring that milo that marilyn gave him he is hurting pretty bad and speaking uh well uh kiki did you have any bonus actions you want to do or to move um i don't think that i have any bonus actions that are relevant right now okay um so i'm going to hunker down beside the brill again in flavor of course you don't actually have any moves to do that okay oh yeah <laughs> uh marilyn that's line, you baby we don't run line. <laughs> since i'm brand new with this thing i imagine that took me pretty much that whole time to reload the crossbow so i'm like hey i'm gonna do it again <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be i'm sure that's good that's a 23 to hit 23 hits Oh, who knew? We're going to throw down another nine damage with that crossbow. Ooh, nine damage. Nice. Very nice. Oh, I definitely threw the other ear, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're trying to make him give him that look. So next time you're going to give him a nose. A nose. <laughs> Get the <laughs> London look. I'm going to split his teeth next time. <laughs> Nice. Cool. All right. So this knoll over here that Aen has left in this terrible mire, does he have any um, restriction movements or is that just like a spell attack that hits and then fades? Yeah. The the only thing is he can't take a reaction. So since it's his turn, he is full up. And if if there is any special... um, like he was susceptible to necrotic damage, then that would affect him differently. But okay. otherwise, he should be regular, ready to go. Regular and ready to go. Nice. Uh, he's in a frenzy, so he's going to come over here and attack Cypress. Let's go, dog. <laughs> All right. That's a natural 20, sir. Pathetic. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's five, and then roll again another eight. So that's thirteen points of damage, and then he's going to attack with his bite. Somehow he bites through the metal armor with a nineteen. Mm plus one so a 20 dirty and then that's going to be where's my default uh three points of damage ouch pathetic uh fairy fire goes down uh i did not pass the first concentration check all right so the glowing oh wait no 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 sorry Hmm? i have a plus four con i did i did pass I thought I had nine, but I got ten. Nice. And I passed the second one. My bad, guys. Sorry. Nice. Uh, but I am hurt. <laughs> Ow. 
Okay. Uh, sensing weakness, the other one is going to attack. That is a 17 plus 2 to hit. Yep. 6 damage. All right. Uh, 15 plus 2. Uh, does that hit 17? 17 is my AC. All right, so that's another 3 points of damage. I am down. Milo goes... No! As he sees Cypress collapse. So now the fire is gone. Using the special ability that he has, as soon as he sees his target goes down, he, he starts foaming at the mouth and he lunges using his special ability over towards the closest enemy, which is going to be Aeon. And he's going to make mm. a bonus bite attack, which is a 13 plus 2. 15 to hit, sir. Um, just hits. Just hits. Because it, with Mage Armor, the targets, um, it becomes, base becomes 13 plus its dexterity modifier. Um, yeah, dexterity is plus two. So, yep, yep, yep. Hit, hit. Okay, that's going to be three points of damage. Oh. Foul it's just his bite. All right, this big guy is very mad. He's taken a lot of damage. Uh, he's mm, going to, to target. He's going to target the one who just attacked him with the magical attack because that hurt. It gave him big ouchies. Uh, let's see. That's a twenty-two to hit, Kiki. Oh, you know what? Ah, oh, just gets me. Uh, eight points of damage and make a strength saving throw, please. Cool. That's a D10. That's not what I need. Uh, seven. Seven fails. You are knocked prone. Cool, 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 cool. How much points was that? Right. Six? Seven points of damage. Okay. Sorry, I heard it, and then it, like, I was like, yes, seven points, and then I started thinking about something else, and it was instantly gone. <laughs> All right, uh, Milo, we're at the top of the order now. All right, Milo is going to move slightly and attack the big guy because once he goes down, Kiki can start heading towards Cypress to give him some help. No and longer has advantage, but still has Hunter's Mark. Uh, a total of 20 to hit. That hits. Uh, 12 piercing damage. Nice. Milo, tell me how you do it. Ice this fool. (laughs) Get him. So he slams down and uh, whacks Kiki. Uh, And as he does that, the motion of him moving forward sends him just in to like, just in line. He aligns himself when he hits. With the arrow, I shoot. Oh, so he made nice. it lethal to himself. Yeah, it's the flavor text. <laughs> I like it. Okay. A, and that's you, sir. And then Cypress and then Vibril. A, and does not like them all up in his business and needs that null who just bid him to make a strength 
saving throw. Pardon me. A dexterity saving throw. A dexterity. Ooh, you picked his strongest ability. But mm. he rolled a seven. <laughs> okay, he's going to take four points of force damage. As okay. swords burst um, out of materialize out of air and spin around in. <laughs> and that's so you it. did the sword swords dance move. Sword burst cantrip. Nice. There's only one, but it's worth it. <laughs> L'Oreal. All right, Cypress. I'm gonna need you to make a death saving throw, please. All right. That is an 18. So that's one 18. success. One success. All right. Fabrile, Kiki, and then Marilyn. As the big guy goes down, Fabrile uh, turns around, sees what's happening, sees Cypress on the ground, and you see him move 30 feet and attack this null right here. All right, roll the hit. Bruh. Okay, uh, 10 to hit. 10 misses. I am going to use my inspiration that I got from our bard. So it's at at a d6. All right, so plus six, so that'll be 16 to hit. That hits. If you're talking, I can't hear you. Yeah, you hit. Okay, sweet, beautiful, awesome. All right. Fabrilla's upset. He's mad. 10 damage, slashing damage. Get your filthy hands off my friends. Yeah, you stab and it is a deep cut that brings this thing pretty much knocking on death's door. Uh, Kiki, that's you. Kiki, after having the breath kind of knocked out of her from the big lug, turns over, sees that Cypress is down and goes, (laughs) Not today. And she is going to concentrate and use all of her training from the grave and focus on, uh, I'm going to say TJ, and focus on Cypress's soul and keeping it tied to his form. Uh, And as a bonus action, she's going to use Spare the Dying. And whenever I'm prone, that means that I have to use my entire action to get up, right? Like all of my movement? No, just... Just half Half your movement. Okay. So then she is going to get up and walk over the 15 feet. uh, And she is going to cast, let's see, a healing word on her way. Um, But, so I get to do a really fun thing. 
Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm, I'm just waiting for y'all to die so then I can pull out all my cool stuff, right? So, uh, creature of your choice that you can see within your range, uh, regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Uh, the spell has an effect on undead or constructs. So, cool thing is that since I have been so in touch with the grave and since he is at zero hit points, I get to take the highest number for the dice uh, for that healing. So that's going to be 4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So that is going to mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. wisdom. And do I add my proficiency to that? No? Okay. No, no. So then won't. it's just going to be healed for... Oi. Eight points. Haha, <laughs> I can do math. <laughs> nice. Have eight HP. And you wouldn't technically need to do Spare the Dying. Um, if you're if going to heal them, yeah, you listen, don't need to listen, do Spare listen. the Dying. But you actually She's... can't, because they're both bonus actions. Yeah. No, that was my action. I had the bonus action for the Spare the Dying, because I can do that as a bonus. And then I have yeah, my... Yeah, Healing Word is a bonus action. No, it's not. All right, we're moving past it. Oh. You have eight action. points of health. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. All right, Marilyn, that's you, sir. I am going to whip out another weapon that I just recently purchased. I bought myself a quarterstaff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit the closest one to me right here beside Agen. That'll be... Do I still have advantage on him? Uh, nope. No, fairy fire has dropped. Got it. It was, well, in any case, still a 23. That hits. So, I would hope so. <laughs> and it's going to be a whopping six damage on this little guy. Six is enough. Cool. Well, can I move after I attack? Am I, is my character able to move? Yeah. Yes. Just as... Okay, so I'm gonna whack him on the head, and then like as he falls over, I want to pull volt like on his head, and to get past him and get closer to the other guy here, because I'm still at full health, so he can hit me a couple times just to make sure everybody's kosher. Okay, well, hit you a couple times is what he is going to try to do. Uh, does a tw uh, unnatural twenty on that one? Yeah, and I'll yeah, it go does. ahead and roll for his butt. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. Eight points of damage to you, sir. Totally fine with that. I'm just gonna bite him back next time. <laughs> All of his buddies are dead, so we're back up at the top of the order. All right, Milo's going to since the large guy is dead, uh, transfer his hunter's mark. Uh, over to the final guy, move to get a better shot, and take that shot. All right, that's a twenty-seven to hit. Yeah, that uh, hits. thirteen piercing damage. Yes, <laughs> Milo for the MVP. All right, it's looking bloody. Hey, it's so Cyprus accurate. Brills, <laughs> so good. So, An is going to step up, get all up in his Oh, we are just 
ganging up on this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. And um, is going to not risk will saves. Uh, and he's going to point blank. Looks like your null is void. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he's gonna cast firebolt cantrip. <laughs> I take damage from it too. Uh, it's an eighteen on the die. Uh, plus six, that's a twenty-four to hit. Wait, John, are you next to him though? Because yeah, if you're melee range, it's disadvantage. That's a range spell attack. Okay, well, the other one was a... I rolled it again, so 15 plus 6, 21 to hit. Oh, yeah, that, that hits. Okay. <laughs> the minute we started the episode, I was thinking about that Nolan Void line. Oh, I'm going to get you guys for that. Seven points of fire damage! He was waiting to use it. All right, you guys, what's about to happen? You can all thank John for that. <laughs> Cypress, you're I, up. I, I regret nothing. Uh, so as Cypress gets that healing word, you see the green light returns to his eyes. When he reboots, uh, he's going to stand back up, pull out his quarterstaff as a bonus action, cast Shalele, flick it. And now it's got magical energy that it's covered in. It's a bad dog. And I'm going to whack at him. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right. And so that's a D8 now because of Shillelagh. Uh So that's a six points of damage. Six is enough. Dang it, I would have been next. <laughs> Yeah, they're just crushing his skull. <laughs> oh, he goes down. Gotta, gotta count my kills, baby. Put the dog down. All right, uh, you guys are out oh. of combat for the moment. All right, Cypress, are you okay? How are you feeling? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, all right. Uh, good, good. Kiki uh, runs over and is kind of checking him over just to make sure. Ah, uh, you know, thanks for that, by the way. Uh, yeah, no problem. It it was a little bit concerning. I don't think I've ever healed you before, so I I wasn't sure if it would work, but I did my best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, anyone uh, opposed to fight down one of these potions? Oh, they got the bigger ones. I don't want to be a hog. What Everybody potions? Okay if I... I got some some big potions uh, from the Santa Elf. Do it uh, Santa to it, Sent it in the box. He told us about it. You got potions. Yeah, yeah. go yeah. for it, big guy. Go for it. All right, all right. Thank you. All right, so I'm going to take one of the greater healing potions. I think that Kiki is someone. Uh, Kiki is offended that someone offended, is healing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> via other methods than her. Listen, like, listen, listen. I have one <clears throat> spell slot left, so I am not going to complain. <laughs> All right, so that's 16 Vibril. points of healing. Uh, you, you know, you save your spells. Uh, Vabriel's probably going to need them. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you still have your jokes. Um, <laughs> Who's joking? 
Verbril is actually going to uh, move over to this big guy over here and um, going to search him. And take that weapon so you can break it eventually. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll a investigation check. Or perception. Your choice. Come on, man. Six. Rot row. Yeah, you don't really see anything besides the large, bloodied corpse of this creature. Does anybody want to help them out? Okay. Where's the boy detective? <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll if you'll notice, it. he's already on the scene. I'll give you guidance <laughs> as you go by. <laughs> sometimes I'm checking the potion and you walk past. I just, oh, well, here we go. The Brill, what have you been able to find? Nothing, Ann. Nothing. What have your elf eyes seen? I'm, I must be missing something here. Can't seem to put my, uh, my finger on it. Would you would you mind if I just took a look? Please go ahead. Out of all of us, you are the best investigator we have. That is true. Um, a and roll a se- a and roll the seventeen on the die. Uh, <laughs> uh, plus five <laughs> is going to be a twenty three for investigation. Nice. Yeah, plus with a twenty. It's high enough to find whatever gonna, this thing had on it. I was going to say, we just said he's the best inge- investigator we had, and he said yes, and then he rolls a six. <laughs> he comes over and he's like, mm, nothing. <laughs> it's equivalent of watch this and then face plants. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have so many things to investigate. I can't waste time on this. Yeah, it appears you're right. There is nothing here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for the score that you got, you see that uh, he's got a large glaive. It's gnarly looking and it's got some skeleton features on it from various creatures. There's some voodoo glaive. I'm not sure what a glaive is, but it's definitely a glaive. It's like a pole arm. What's voodoo? A... You do. <laughs> do what? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> Remind me of the glaive. <laughs> and there's your episode. Stop. Stop. Oh my gosh. I mm. saw my glaive. Hey, you guys uh, remember how I said I was going to punish you guys for that joke? Oh, uh, crap. <laughs> Listen, we, we dealt with the bodies hitting the floor a couple of weeks ago, so we're okay. <laughs> Listen, well, y'all are about speaking, to be reduced back to sacred flame. <laughs> speaking of bodies, uh, your investigation score did reveal that there was some kind of strange-looking uh, totem attached to this hide belt that it was wearing. And upon, with your base intelligence score and with the perception check that you got, you, you notice that those... All of the gnolls in this room were wearing this small totem that has these uh, cryptic like symbols. You would say it's, it's kind of like a skull, but it has this little twist inside of the main 
forehead area and you notice that and as you notice that you also begin to hear a faint chanting of a some kind of ritualistic spell coming from down somewhere was it down this hallway with the main mine shaft you're not sure but after about a minute this is going on for a minute are you guys doing anything uh i will um, share that information with the group um i hear there seems to be some sort of chanting like it reminds me of something in the in the background i think i just heard something drop um in the foreground right. well let's uh let's beat it then uh i think there's still supposed to be some sort of treasure yes yes down hey you might have beat the big guy but you know there's probably some other little ones yeah. we should be careful roberto enters the um yeah enters the uh the trail or the tunnel can we just take can we get in the car yeah i was gonna say i've wanted to do that this entire time if that moves it uh, yeah, you guys want to, you want to go push the button? Yeah. Uh, I, real quick. I'm not going to get in the car. Oh, so I y'all are welcome it, to. Kiki gets in the car. Was, I'm cool out here. Kiki. <laughs> you look fine. As was Steven the, keeps trying uh, to ask flashing light, was, was the flashing light that I saw, like, from, like, the train cart or something? <laughs> it was it's, a button. You, we could have just sent them notice, back the other way. Yeah, you notice that the light is now green. Mm, means it's here. Gotcha. That means it's clear to go. Right. Is it looks like there might be another cart here. Can we hook them together and push the green button? Maybe. If this we all one is. This one is big enough for you guys. Like I said, it was holding okay. Okay. that big, big huge guy. monstrosity of a of a knoll plus the two other ones. The one that's there is sort of like the. This is where we deposit everything, and then we can offload it from this one. It's the permanent one, if you will. Well, I'm ready to send everyone off. All aboard! You guys All aboard are the Dead Knoll Express. <laughs> you guys are looking at the uh, body as you as you walk past. The body begins to move. It shakes, violent spasm, and you hit it, and you hear this. Sound emanating. It. You you hit it some, <laughs> and it <laughs> it stands up on I'll throw a its net over own. It. <laughs> okay, uh, roll a ranged attack with a net. Well, I, I have not stopped uh, hitting 19. it even as it's getting up. <laughs> I imagine as it as it starts standing up. You're, you're hitting it harder, like, no, 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 down, down. <laughs> no, 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 no. I appreciate that D&D Beyond just put that on the board. Maryland rolled net to hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was net a success. All right, what'd you get? Come on. I got a 19. Oh, yeah, you throw a net on this thing. Congratulations. Uh, you look around as you're like, yeah, I threw a net on the big guy. Every single well, can't knoll move, so. in this room is now back on its feet, blood Crap. oozing out of its oh, pores, shit. lifeless look in its eyes as they all uh, turn to the sound that they just heard of you. Yeah, I got it with the net. 
And now all of these gnolls are now zombie gnolls, and they are walking towards each and every single one of you. I cast Destroy Undead. I think it's time to go. You cast Destroy Undead. <laughs> nice. Uh, you have oh, how many spell slots left? Destroy it's Massive Undead. Divinity. Yeah, it's Channel it's Divinity. It's Channel Divinity. Okay, it's nice. Turn Undead. Okay, Kiki. Yeah, so we're doing <laughs> the same initiative order, or are we re-rolling? Uh, we haven't got to initiative doing- yet. The, we're just yeah, doing wait, wild wait. shit. Let's do I stuff. I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we already in the cart. We just should just rush away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go oh, down yeah, the... Yeah, sorry. Uh, it was turn thrills. undead, not destroy undead. Turn undead. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was super ready to stay here and not get in the cart. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about getting in the cart now. You better the get in the cart. The cart's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I feel like the dungeon master wants us to do this. What's the range on that? <laughs> I mean, if you want to fight your way through a horde of zombie gnolls, you can, or you can get Listen. in the cart. Yes. I'm not railroading here. Uh, it's it's a literal yes. it's, it's, it's a it's a literal railroad. It's literally a railroad. Wait for it. Let's see what Turn Undead does. Wait. So, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, sensory censoring yeah censoring the undead each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw if the creature fails its saving throw it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage a turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you it also can't take reactions for its action it can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving, if it there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. The thing is, even if it works, his speed is zero, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So let me get this straight: the cleric, the grave cleric. This is technical rules here. We're setting setting something straight here. The grave mm-hmm. cleric gets the path to the grave channel divinity. Yeah. Do you and also the, get turn undead? Yeah, yeah everybody gets every do. cleric gets all turn undead, get turn undead, and every okay. domain gets a special thing they can use instead of their turn okay. undead. That was actually something that I talked to TG about. To TG. that person is a real person. TG. To TG. He's dying over there. Somebody help him. <laughs> All right. He's been a kid. Okay, so this big gigantic turn undead uh, channel divinity affects one creature. Because uh, yeah, everybody I mean, else like, is away you said, you from said they were. The, you said they were coming towards us. And then that's when. They're still like 45, 50. Look at the map here. They're 60 feet away. I would think Kiki would know when they get close enough to maximize their use. Yeah, and she I didn't say I'm going to wait till they get dead. closer. I also have sense. Oh, this so. room is pulsing in undead. So that's also something that I have. All right, what are you guys going to do? Ian's in the cart, just staring at the rest of the group. Like, are we are we going? Um, are, I thought we were going. Thank you, thank you, Ian. Well, aren't they going to have to make a wisdom saving throw first, or at least the one guy? Yeah, sure. I'll make a wisdom saving throw for you. Oh, oh it's thank a two. You. <laughs> he was already so in a get. net, so he's like, get. 
He can't move. He's just <laughs> rolling away. But he's just afraid. Getting also, tangled up even more. I was kind of joking, but I, I'm hitting him constantly. Is this doing anything? <laughs> like poking him with I mean, You can continue to sit there and hit as these things shine closer to you. That's fine. We hit the button and we go. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, don't play around, guys. AM's not in the cart. We leave AM behind. (laughs) I've grabbed AM AM on the way out. He was the first. (laughs) No, AM is in the other cart. (laughs) No, he's in the cart that stays here. Wrong directions. I mean, he did roll a six Zorro? on his investigation. And John rolls a new character. <laughs> so long, Ian. Nice knowing you. He gets eaten by zombies. This is how you make no. AM oh, I, I could play with <laughs> Yeah, John, we'll have a talk about this after the session tonight. Cypress will wild shape into a stallion and come back for him. <laughs> James Baxter. Okay, so you guys are all sitting in this cart. Uh, push the button. You push the green button, nothing happens. Sheet. Uh, can I push, push the cart the uh, I, uh, and start I, uh, uh, running behind it? I hand and press the other button. Yeah. Uh, there the are button. no other buttons except that it's uh, a light panel. There's no buttons on the light panel. <laughs> I start are casting radiant flame. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> seeing, seeing that Vibril jumps out of the cart and you see him try to push the cart. Yeah, so, <laughs> me and Vibril. Yo, we're real strong, hopefully, so let's see if that works. <laughs> All right, you two, roll a strength, roll the strength check with advantage, either Cypress or Fabril. Okay. I'll give you advantage and guidance. Can we do it together? All right. Well, I'll give you advantage. Right. I want to... <laughs> and guidance. So that'd be what, athletics? Yeah, you can yeah, roll athletics, I, that's fine. strength or athletics? Athletics. Oh, they're moving in. <laughs> oh, boy, here they come. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, um, Andrew? Yeah, go ahead and ath- your athletics together. My oh, mage nice. hand is doing right. like the, so, okay, hurry it up, hurry it up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with guidance, too, on your advantage roll. I just love the mental image of us trying to get the cart to go when we could just run down the hallway. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> They're closing in. We're just like it's like Scooby Doo. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, athletics was sixteen, and what's a D four? Athletics. Okay, gotcha. All right, then athletics um, is twenty, and then strength was. I mean, it's your athletic score is whatever you add to that dice roll. You're not going to add strength and athletics. Okay, then it's a 37 <laughs> TC 37 check. Uh, no, I- you push, and there is a squeal of brakes, and we'll say that with uh, Cypress's base perception, he sees that there is a brake shaft inside the cart. I kick <laughs> mage hand to the work, and it starts to like <laughs> vibrate as Vibril. <laughs> Yeah, I reach down and pull it up. <laughs> okay, you you, you pull the brake shaft as Vabril is pushing. He collapses to the ground. <laughs> he just drops to the ground. Now the cart is starting to roll away. Vabril, you are prone on the ground with seven zombies. Hey, no, I'm, I'm there with him. I'm there with him because I was I was helping him push. Uh, if the cart if it's seriously running, um, I am going to use uh, my. I can use my wild shape to. 
Uh, where is it? I was going to say, you Ooh, hear here a comes just straining, like, oh. yeah. Uh, I know I have some sort of horse. Uh, yeah, a draft you, horse. You should be able to turn into, like, a minecart since you're not necessarily... Uh, like it's, a biological it does say creature. <laughs> it doesn't say that it has okay. to be a, be able to turn into a triangle. <laughs> okay. I don't. I. I don't know if this. I don't know. I don't know how if this would be funny or not. But I just vi- visualize Verbrill seriously straining himself to push this cart, and he's screaming on top of his lungs, trying to get it to move. And all of a sudden, he takes off, and his face just plummets on the ground. Like, oh, sh- boom! <laughs> So that's what, that's what I just visualized right now. All right. So you could you could t- I'm Verbrill's embarrassed right now, like embarrassed. Uh, just I'm gonna you know. cast right, Sacred so, Flame behind me to kind of help with the zombies. It has a so range no, of sixty DM, I'll, feet. I'll wild shape into so, a draft horse and Kiki killed me. And here. I'll I'll whinny at Josh to get him up on me. And then as soon as he is, um, I'm dashing. I'm I slap him in the rump with a mage hand. Forty feet, okay. so I can run eighty feet if I dash. You guys are heading down the shaft. You leave the <laughs> zombies behind. They're slow speed. You are pretty confident you'll, they'll never be able to catch you. Uh, we'll say within a matter of about a minute, uh, Cyprus, you are able to catch up to jo- uh, catch up with Josh to the rest of the group. That's a very generous DM. Can a can a horse run on train tracks? Of course. Horses, baby. This isn't just any horse. This is Cypress Iron. They built <laughs> for railroads, didn't you know? Walk and you gotta imagine my mate. My mate hand is still up. Think of like the B-A. master hand from Super Smash Brothers. And it's just like whacking him as he goes. You know, we've had a lot of fun here today on Tropes and Tabletops, Fate Reforged, and we'd like to continue the fun. We'd like for you to be able to follow along with us at Tropes Podcast. And subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Amazon, iTunes, Audacity, whatever it might be. But we want to shift gears here and talking about an important message. Now we joke around a lot, but this is something that's important. Say you're playing with your friends. You're playing with your party. You're missing your die rolls. Your spells aren't hitting. And worse than anything, you just took critical damage. But what you can't do is slap a horse. You just can't do it. I know you might want to slap a horse. You've got Mage Hand. It's a free cantrip. And party members being annoying. Be better. And I promise you, for all of us at Fate Reforged, together we will be better. Stop slapping horses. So cue the music from the Donkey Kong Country minecart levels as this horse that is carrying Vabril is trying to catch up and easily does so with his strong (laughs) robot legs. Uh, You easily catch up. Right, so you guys are going down this tunnel and we are moving along about 60 feet per round i guess if you want to think about it like that this cart is hauling and as it starts to go down you guys pick up speed vabril and cypress i'm assuming do you guys want to get back in the cart or are you guys going to do this whole like lone ranger thing this this cart is not horse size i don't imagine lone ranger 
And I, I burned this use, so I get an hour out of it. I'm going nice. to stay a horse as long as I can. <laughs> okay, yeah, much. What's your movement yes. speed per round? 80 feet if I dash. Okay, yeah, so you guys will catch up. You might you might lose him a little bit in the, oh, in the downhill have, slopes. You gave us the but... break. We have the break. We can... <laughs> Come on. It's true. You do have a break. <clears throat> a break that Kiki so easily applied. Oh, All right. Oh, that break. You guys are going broken. through this tunnel, and it is cruising. You see that this tunnel is fairly large. This is a very large mine that has several crisscrossing tunnels up and above you down below you will enter a canyon do a large loop and kind of come back to the bottom of the canyon and as you guys are going down you hear it's all pretty smooth sailing until you hear the sound of a knoll cry and soon it starts to echo through the whole cave it's like that scene from lord of the rings where they're all down in uh underneath oh. the mountain and all the goblins you just start coming out from the <laughs> from the from the woodworks and the cracks and the, the crevices crawling. and now you guys are being chased by a mob of gnolls as you are racketing down the track and i'm gonna need everybody to roll initiative, please. Oh my freaking goodness. I don't have a bow. This is what Holy it sounds shit. like when the gnolls cry. Bing, bing. Da, da, da. I da, can't da, fight da, in range, y'all. I'm used to I love this. A high speed cart chase. Mm. Seven. <laughs> I I have a memory of this that's place, a... Andrew. I have a memory of a cart chase. <laughs> that's a 15 I mean, I, initiative I, for Milo. Yeah, no, like I said. Nat. The trails lined Nat. with banana bunches, and we're jumping over holes and hills. <laughs> Seventeen dun, dun, dun. for the wolves. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm just mission. Okay, so nineteen. All of a sudden, just if I would have known we were doing the Donkey Kong theme, you probably should have turned into the Rhino. <laughs> that would have been good. So is See, a bit the, out of my skill. Is the movement effective no matter like what animal you choose? No, each animal has their own movement okay. speeds. Yeah, he's um, he's not going to be a rhinoceros running eighty feet per round. Yeah, like I was like, what if you turn rhinoceros into a snail? Have a speed of <laughs> going 40. at eighty. <laughs> going eighty feet no, down it's the, all the track. <laughs> It's all dependent on the animal. And actually, rhinoceros have the same movement speed as a draft horse, but they are a challenge rating two. And so I won't get to mm. them like for a baby ever. I'm not a moon druid. I'm all right. So here's how it's going to go down it's going to be Vabril, Aen, Cypress, Milo, Marilyn, Kiki, and then the Horde. Oh, yikers. Do we, do we have a, a map ish of this, or do we just sort of imagining the whole this is all going to be theater of the mind because as i'm theater of the mind <laughs> as i'm creating this session i'm like oh it would be fun to have a map but you guys are oh, traveling like <laughs> everyone quick to my mind palace where adventures take place okay enter my mind palace fourth chamber on the left no not the right the left don't go in the right one uh the left and then it's the third sitting room uh on a chest on the on the floor to the east not the west the east that was uh, random. Anyways, all right. So, Vabril, <laughs> you're going to be up. 
Ayan, Cypress, Milo, Marilyn, Kiki, and then the Horde. Um, this is weird for Vibril. He is a close range fighter, and <clears throat> after what happened, uh, he's still embarrassed a little bit. Um, so Vibril is just going to. I guess ready in action to attack if any of the gnolls gets very close to my beautiful horse. Would you mind speaking closer to the mic? I'm sorry, I could like okay. barely hear you. So that Brill will hold ready a attack, attack action in case mm-hmm. one of the horde gets close. Ayan, yes. that is your turn, sir. So... As we're pulling, can you can you paint this scenario? Are we like on the track going away in this cart? Yes, you guys are speeding through this mine shaft, and as you guys were speeding through, these gnolls became aware of your flight, basically, and they all piled in after you. Now they have a movement speed of sixty feet around. Some of them, though, can do what's called a sudden rush. And at the beginning of their turn, they can move an additional 60 feet. That doesn't provoke the opportunity attacks. And that's actually the ability that I was using earlier in the combat to sneak mm. past you frontliners. So they are trailing you guys. They are hot on your tails. Um, Ayan's going to cast a firebolt. Uh, he wants to look to see if this is a mine shaft. Are there any structures behind that are keeping it propped up? So oh, absolutely. He, yeah. So mm-hmm. he wants to take aim at maybe some sort of a wooden pillar that might be there and wants to try to um, damage it or, you know, have it catch fire at least to potentially um, burn it down. So that's a 14 on the die plus six. That's a 20... A dirty 20 to hit. That definitely hits an inanimate object. Yes, it does. And why don't I take nine points of fire damage? Nine points of fire damage? Let me look up how much health points a support beam has. Um, Cue the waiting music. Might look up like uh, like door stats. I I have no idea how to Google search this. This is what it sounds like when there's the gnolls uh, cry. There's a uh, good guide I found forever ago about uh, inanimate objects, HP, okay. and stuff like that. I Just googling it. support beam? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Five <laughs> e health points. <laughs> okay, so it has an AC of fifteen, and then uh, it actually is. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually on D&D Beyond. Not a sponsor yeah. yet, but maybe one day. It's made of wood. It's AC 15. And then it depends right. on the size then. So you did... Does that mean it's a witch? <laughs> this would be like a large support beam across the top that is very resilient. So it would be uh, 27 health, looks like. Or 5d10, but I don't want to roll all that right now. So we'll go with 27. All right. Cypress, that's you. And then Milo, Marilyn, and Kiki. All right. Uh, as a horse, I'm just going to move up uh, adjacent to the cart and keep going. Action to dash and keeping speed. <laughs> 
right on. All right. That's all we get. Rabil, if you want off, I'll... <laughs> yes. Now's your chance. I suggest aiming for that support beam. Cool. Milo, that's you, sir. Can... Okay. I have to all right. All right. So, uh, how far away is this horde from the cart currently? I'd say they're about um, they're about sixty feet back and closing. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to move my hunter's mark to one of them and fire off a shot. It's sixty feet within normal range, so I'm just gonna shoot. Uh, 18 to hit, 11 piercing damage. Yeah. So you hit one and it goes ah, and it falls and gets trampled by its brethren. Some of them stop to eat their fellow comrade. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Marilyn, that's you, sir. And then Kiki. All right. What I'm going to do, um, logistically, is the horse beside the train, the cart, is he behind us to a degree? Like, what's this look like? I moved up uh, adjacent. So we're running side by side. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do then is I want to take a big old bag of caltrips and drop them in the cart behind on the ground behind us. Oh, interesting. I have, uh, I guess it's forty. Uh, so I'm going to drop them all. I don't know if I can drop. It's a bag of twenty, so I might just be able to do one bag at a time. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say with a hundred, maybe 200 gnolls chasing you, there is no way I'm going to roll dexterity saves for like (laughs) 20 or however many caltrips you're dropping. Um, We'll just say that you managed to take out like the first row of them. And I'll push them back 20 feet. So now they're about 80 feet away from you. Oh, it's weaker than I wanted it to be, but... <laughs> it should also awesome. inflict damage, shouldn't it? It does, but yeah, it's, it's like true. But this is a horde. This isn't like you're fighting individual monsters. Yeah, it's also like one point. Yeah, it, it's that one point. It says reduces their speed by 10 feet, but it's like they're getting pushed from the back, too, so... Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's an action, so I don't know that I can do much else. No, it was a good move. It was a good move. You pushed him back. You actually pushed him out of the range of like that uh, burst speed thing that you did. So this round, they won't get to do that. Kiki, that's you. Cool, 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 cool. So I don't really have any uh, kind of big, big spells like uh, range to hit a lot of targets. That's what I'm trying to think of. Uh, So I am just going to, let's say... I'll just go back to Sacred Flame. I only have one spell slot left. I want to save it. So, I need to so you do my... nothing. No, I do my Sacred That's okay. Flame. You can do nothing. It has right. a range of okay, 60 feet. Flame. Sure. But I did just say they were 80 feet away. Oh. Well, rant, rant. Thanks, Kyle. Then in... <laughs> Gosh, Kyle... <laughs> No, uh, in that case, then I, I think I'll take a look at what Mary did, and I'll also tip over. I have a thing of cow chops, so I'll double. Even more of them. 
Even I more caltrops. You know yeah. what goes good with caltrops? More, more caltrops. <laughs> I need more. I need more caltrop. Dope. Yeah. All right. So we'll hey. say they get pushed back another twenty feet. So they're a hundred feet behind you. Uh, okay, the horde is going to go ahead and take their turn. A few of them off the back of the pack will stop running for a moment and fire a volley of arrows. However, I'm going to do this. Since now they are 100 feet away, this would be disadvantage. So everybody will get advantage on their dexterity saving throws because it is a volley of arrows that is coming through. So everybody roll a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Hey, TJ, what's the dexterity of a horse? Uh, a big, sturdy draft horse? None. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that advantage. With a big old horse's ass behind it. <laughs> That's right, a 20 for Milo. The target you're looking for is a 13. Good, 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 good. 11. I got a 15. <gasps> oh, no, the horse. <laughs> draft horses are a little bit beefy. Compared They're to a little like bit draft. Cypress takes an arrow right in the hind quarters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this is top of the round, so you guys have fully moved. Eighty Did I take feet. damage from that, Drew. Oh, right. Uh, you take two that points. W- of that was my thought about okay. attacking a pillar: is we're moving so fast. If we don't bring it down in one round, we're way we're so far past it. Yeah, you guys have moved past the pillar that Aen attacked. Uh, all or right, so we'll, top of the round. We'll all attacked it, it might have came down. We don't know yet. But I mean, maybe. maybe. But then we'd have I mean, a bunch maybe. of dogs on us. That's <laughs> why he said let's attack it. <clears throat> all right, Vabril, that is you, sir. Right, Vabril is getting irritated because, once again, he's a close combat fighter. Um, Vabril is going to... <clears throat> Um, jump off the horse into <laughs> he's going to jump off the horse into the cart to join the rest of the group um, the horse that is adjacent uh, to the cart DM. Yes. So, you're not like <laughs> diving into the cart <laughs> you fail that dexterity it's bad and um, as I jump and I make it over um, Vibril you see him look down at the sword and are you there? Ask the question. Okay. You hear a voice inside your head. It says, yeah, we're in a bit of a tricky situation here, huh? Yeah. And um, I feel useless because uh, there's nothing I can do. What do you... Uh, is there anything you can do? I mean, if you swing me and hit me at stuff, like, I can hit things. But, um... You know, you're not useless, though. Just, yeah, I think your friend had a good idea. Um, maybe if we target one of these pillars that are going by, we can uh, bring it down. Maybe maybe collapse the tunnel <laughs> behind us. <laughs> okay. That's a great idea. I will, um... I'll take that under consideration and uh, kind of voice it out to the rest of the crew. And so, um, <clears throat> Verbril 
whether it's a bonus action or not. Um, I guess everyone can see Verbeer talking to a sword. I don't know. What yeah, I was about to say. You can't hear me in my mind. I'm like, he's doing it again. Somebody smack him. Um, Verbeer, are you feeling all right? Did one of those arrows hit you? Stare sword. Um, guys, um, guys, I, 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 uh, I agree with the. Uh, um, let's aim for those beams if we what can to bring thing to bring them down. What yeah, a great yeah. original idea you have, Abril. Let's do that. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. Abril, <laughs> you're a genius. The, no, the idea. Gosh, why hadn't we thought of that? <laughs> No, Verbill thinks it was his sword's idea, not Aiden's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Verbrill, oh what are you doing? <clears throat> so Verbrill just tells, re, kind of re-emphasizes the idea to the whole group of Anne's idea to focus. Guys, let's all focus and try to take down one of these beams. And so um, Verbrill tries to swing at one of the beams as closest to him. Okay, we'll say that you all are going to act before the horde does, and so you can all, uh, you know, each round of combat is six seconds, so it, you, you can call out, okay, let's go for this one, and then within that six-second marker, everybody can kind of take their, their action. So, all right, go ahead and roll an attack on cool. this thing. You have to beat a 15. 19 hit. Yep. I just said you gotta be a fifteen. <laughs> and <laughs> and four damage. Okay. Hey, and that's you, Sir Cypress, Milo, Marilyn, Kiki. Fireball. You're muted. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> All right, gotta uh, hit a fifteen. That's <laughs> a natural nineteen on the die, so Yes, it does its beautiful damage. We're going to roll, and it's going to take six points of fire damage. All right. right. Is it, like, actively on fire? Like, is it still inflamed? I wouldn't wouldn't think so. No, this isn't like a... Like, it's like a little tiny poof. Like, you don't... Wouldn't fire be super effective? Light a campfire underneath it, but... Ooh... Ooh, ooh, so if I use the cantrip campfire underneath it, would that work? It would take some time, but it would work, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, bet. Good enough right, for next so, round. Uh, Cypress, uh, it's my turn next. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to move to jump into the cart, uh, but as I go up, I'll bonus action come out of my wild ooh. shape. And just Are you like in. Bumblebee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he was going to tip it. <laughs> it, no, we'll stick with the Transformers. Beast Wars. Um, and Check this out. <laughs> Check this out. Optimize. Yeah. Uh, and so I will use my last first level and cast a Guiding Bolt. Uh, so here we go. Right. Gotta hit a 15. Oh, that's a 15. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, and so that'll be 4d6. That's 9, 10, 13 points of damage. Nice. And now that beam that we want to hit is glowing green. So everybody else behind me will get advantage on that. All right. 
Milo, that's you. Uh, Milo, since things have been happening fast, is going to voice out, I, I, uh, I, I, I don't like this idea of collapsing the tunnel. Too late. Uh, he's, he's going to shoot anyways, though. That's a nat 20. Nice. All right. That's a math. Uh, 16 piercing damage. (laughs) Milo, finish him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm about to pass out. Oh, Lord, help me. Describe how you kill this wooden (laughs) beam. So uh I I I shoot the dude. Uh (laughs) classic Milo. I'm so emerged right now. (laughs) I can see it in my head. It's so vivid. All of of Milo's PTSD. (laughs) So it's like a therapy for him. It yeah, it's like no, the no, no. rock from the mummy where he like pulls it back and then pulls it back even more. Which isn't real, but that's fine. <laughs> it cuts <laughs> away. No, no. It, it cuts away to Milo as a kid running with through the woods with his family and his, his parents trip over <laughs> trip over the uh, roots of a tree and they fall down and hit their heads and die. <laughs> And as he's flying by on the cart, a single tear creeps out of the corner of his eye and runs down his face as he says, This one's for mom. He shoots the arrow. Mommy. Every two by four ever. It's just a reminder. Y'all are weird. <laughs> I apologize to any of our fans. This is the worst we've ever been. Oh wow! It's only downhill from here. <laughs> Please, I'm crying. I'm <laughs> doing the thing where you old man laugh and you just wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> so Milo, how do you actually finish him? <laughs> I, I think we'll just go DM. What happens next? <laughs> yeah. All right. How about I finish it for Milo? Here we go. <laughs> day after day, that stupid tree stump that he used to practice on as a child All right. comes into my. <laughs> Uh, no, he shoots the thing. It weakens. It cr- collapses, and you guys escape my my knoll trap. Oh, <laughs> we beat we your- solved your puzzle. Donkey Kong Country puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> All we needed was my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're gonna call it there, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that worked. Because I was gonna do something really stupid and try and use a blow dart to bring them the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that would have got the DM override of like, how about no? <laughs> just, just, it's just like a little too thick. <laughs> just, just it does like, poison I, damage. I wasted a spell on that. Oh, I just inside it. 
the straw okay, that I'm gonna roll a constitution right. saving throw for the wooden beam. Oh, he failed. I just, no, Milo just pulling back the bow and just being like, Mother? <laughs> Mommy? <laughs> Oh, Alright, that's it, that's it. I actually grabbed the brakes instead. Milo <laughs> jumps off the Joke's cart. Joke's on you, I took out the brakes. <laughs> Milo buries himself with the pillar. Yeah, he jumps like...